Blog Talk Radio. April 5, 2017. You know, Sister uh, Allison Cruz told me she doesn't like the music I play so much anymore, but I like it. I like it, Allison. I want you to know that, okay? I don't have to agree with everybody. Anyway, coming back to the date, April 5, 2017. When I see 2017, I realize that I'm living in the future. (laughs) When I was a kid, I used to wonder about life in the year 2000. Now, 2000 was a long time ago, and that has changed my perspective. I always liked reading history, but getting older and seeing a lot of time pass by has given me a more realistic perspective on the past. I don't think it felt any different from living in the present, okay? And I once read an interview by Andrei Tarkovsky, okay? I'm very intellectual. Andrei Tarkovsky was the director of Solaris, not the version with George Clooney, the original that came out in 1972, four years after 2001 Space Odyssey. That was directed by Stanley Kubrick. I know I'm, I'm burdening you, Kubrick. Tarkovsky, they're both directors of movies about outer space. Anyway, Tarkovsky said that Kubrick glamorized the future, and that wasn't the way it's really going to feel. Spaceships, he said, were just going to be mundane tools like the everyday stuff that people are already used to. And you know what? I agree with him. I think it's true. I'm still amazed sometimes for a second or two how easily I can talk with Maureen uh, down in Cincinnati and Pauline over in Australia at the exact same time. But mostly, I just take it for granted. And I believe, I believe that when we feel nostalgic about the past, it's because we're looking at it as observers, which takes away all of the normal concerns that occupy your mind. And I guess that's true of looking at the future as well it gives it a magic quality that it doesn't really have when you're not really living in it okay okay isn't that heavy (laughs) but i'm going to tell you about one place that is magic for real because it's different from every place else and that's right here on jerry jerry can you tell us what show is this the recruiting Animal. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, something's wrong with that tape. <laughs> it's starting to warble. Jerry's on vacation. Okay, I have to make an announcement. Jerry is not here today. Jerry fans, go home. Okay, turn off the show. I don't want to see on Twitter you guys complaining that I'm nobody without Jerry. Okay, I had enough of that. Yeah, 
you know what? I don't have to fight for five minutes to do an ad when Jerry's not here, okay? No. Is Maureen here? I'm here, sir. Wake up. You know, Maureen and I had a conversation this morning about interviewing candidates in your sleep, right? If you believe... (laughs) (laughs) It's true. If you believe that there's more to the world than what you can see with your everyday senses, it should be possible, shouldn't it? Why not? So that's the the next frontier. Forget about AI. Sleep interviews. That's it. Okay? Yeah, sleep interviews. Move on, okay? I want to say today... One of my sponsors is the guest, and there is no conflict of interest there. I'm going to give this guy a hard time, and I welcome you to do so as well, okay? He's not going to pay his way to being a regular guest. That's Everybody has to know that. But I'm going to actually do the ad as a way of uh, introduction, and then I'll make him answer questions to prove what I say in the ad is actually true, okay? Uh, so... The guest's name is Nin Tran, and he's the COO. You know, I won't spell Nin for you today, okay? But he's the COO of a company. I just did. Yeah, okay, good. He's the COO of a company called Hire Tool, but I will spell that H I R E T U A L. H I R E T U A L. You know, Maureen, J.D. Jason Davis, <laughs> he got me to act as a middleman to try to sell them a new name. He's got all these domain names, and he wanted to make some money off them. Good for Jason. He's smart. Anyway, Hire Tool. Yeah, Hire Tool is famous for being great at finding email addresses. But what it really is, is a total sourcing solution. The other day on my Facebook group, the most fantastic Facebook group in the world, although Maureen has one too, called Sources Unleashed. Anyway, on my group, a recruiter, a real in-the-trenches recruiter said, Hire Tool is amazing. I'm cutting out LinkedIn Recruiter as soon as my contract is up. And then another recruiter, whom I know personally online, she said, all you really need is a $60 LinkedIn account and a Hire Tool subscription, and it ends up being way, way cheaper. So she said, go to HireTool.com. Get a demo from Nintran, who's my guest today. Do that right away, and you'll be very happy. So I'm going to ask Nintran if that's true. But I've got a few other things, actually, burning questions first. Nintran, welcome to the show. Hey, Are thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Oh, good. It's a great I'm glad show. you're be here. Maureen, do you want to sing a song, Maureen, before we get going? <laughs> Absolutely. What do you want to sing today? You know that Herman's Hermits, uh, Something Tells Me I'm in for Something Good? Yeah, I remember that song. I was about 10 when that came okay. out. What about Graham Caulfield? Graham is on the show from Australia. No, he's Australian, but he lives in Texas. Graham, you want to sing with us? You must know that song. Graham. Well, now he's be quiet. He's talking before the show. Okay. Nobody wants uh, to sing on the radio. Yeah, okay. We'll just do, you know, I asked to see her next week. And she told me I could. Oh, yeah, I could. Something. She told me I could. <laughs> I could. Oh, something tells me, tells me I'm, I'm for in something. for something good. Tells me I'm in, I'm in for, for something, something good. good. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Oh yeah. What's up? <laughs> You know, Jackson says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm in love with you. It's easy because I know. Okay, anyway, Nin, here's a burning question before we talk about hired Everybody's in love with hired tools. Yeah, okay. But I want to talk about Nymeria. I want to talk about Nymeria. I watched Dean DaCosta interviewed just this past Friday. He said that Nymeria is one of his favorite email finders. And then on Monday, I found out they closed up. LinkedIn forced them out of business. Now, what happens to a guy like Nin Tran when uh, he wakes up and finds out that his competition has been closed down? Does he feel good or does he start shaking in his boots that tomorrow this is going to happen to me? Because Tool does searches on LinkedIn. Nin Tran, over to you. Yeah, I heard about Nymeria. Actually, someone messaged me that on Facebook. Um, because I'm a busy guy. Uh, but um, I honestly I had mixed feelings because one thing, uh, it's a competitor, obviously. So uh, one less guy to worry about. But uh, another thing, you know, what does it say about LinkedIn and their reach into our community? No, no. What does it say about um, LinkedIn and your job? Okay. That's what I want to know. Are you in danger the same way that Nymeria was in danger? No, Hartrell is absolutely safe. Why is that? I don't know what. No, no, can I ask an early question? Because Go I've ahead. just sure. been trying to play with Hire Tool a little bit, Nin, and this is Kathy Manis, and I haven't really delved into it, but I wondered if you only used LinkedIn to scrape, or did you do you scrape the whole web? We scraped the whole web, um, okay. which includes Google, Bing, Facebook all the other platforms. But, so, Alan, um, it would make a difference if LinkedIn shut them out. Let him answer my question now. Okay, so if LinkedIn closed you out, then you would still have all these other platforms to search, but LinkedIn is obviously important to you. Can they close you out tomorrow? Is no, this a bad question? Cannot. You can, you can say... No, hey, it's a fair question. I mean... I'm paying for um, your show. Don't ask me that question, okay? Go ahead. You can say that. It's it's a fair question. Uh, I get that on demo calls uh, once in a while. I hear from people who are telling me, hey, we're so sick of LinkedIn okay, and the what they do. Look, look, you know what? People tell me that this show gets I too, too long. I already gave you an answer. No. We'll be fine. We haven't got one question answered yet. No, LinkedIn yeah. can't. Just block her off. Okay. Okay, I don't understand what he said, everybody, except that he said LinkedIn cannot sh- shout out higher tool. Did you have another question, Kathy, that's going to get a clear answer? Um, yeah, I want to know if he is looking for investors at all. If I'm looking for investors, yes, we are. Okay. Uh, that's something you can talk to our CEO about. He's doing okay. the investor relations. Okay. Why well, are you interested in investing? <laughs> She's a wealthy woman, and she wants to make you know, put absolutely. her money work good. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm going to ask him some real questions. What about with these recruiters? <laughs> that then? was a real you know? question. What are you kidding me? Not for me, it wasn't. I can't. It's not going to make <laughs> me money. Okay. But this is a question. Hire tool. You can get rid of your LinkedIn recruiter and get a sixty dollar LinkedIn account instead with a higher 
tool subscription and you'll be ahead of the game. Is that true, Linked? I mean, uh, Nin? That is completely true. We can co- completely replace LinkedIn Recruiter. We so have, how much is now that we have cost? more data than LinkedIn. Okay, if you've got a higher tool and a $60 LinkedIn account, 60 bucks a month, how much is it going to cost you compared to the – you want to talk about that? Sure. Can, so LinkedIn can I ask Recruiter, something? It, can I, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt. Did you just say Hire Tools has more data than LinkedIn? Yes, we do because uh, we we data mine the deep web. So LinkedIn is only limited to its users, versus we're not limited to just one platform. Yeah, uh, come on, Maureen. They they search GitHub and all those. I other know, things. but to hear it stated like that is is um. Didn't shock cool. me. Okay, wake up. Okay, but you know, but, what? You know you, I'm a techno idiot. What can I tell you? No, no. Did you do prep with him to you know lob him some easy questions before he came on the show? <laughs> Don't do that. And then, good idea. Next time, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Can you answer a question? You're Can on. Can you answer a, a basic question? How much is it going to? If I get rid of my LinkedIn recruiter, imagine I had it, and I get a sixty dollar a month account, right? And I get a higher tool subscription. How much am I going to be paying? Uh, LinkedIn recruiter costs about thousand bucks per month yearly. That's twelve, uh, twelve thousand. Okay, with Hartroll, that's about we have a tier that's seven hundred bucks a year. So you're gonna be saving ten grands and three hundred bucks. Some people you're have, kidding. yes, not kidding. Um, some people have custom plans with LinkedIn, so they negotiate their price. So. Some people are paying 400, 500, 600 per month, but still, we're only 700 bucks for the okay, whole year. Anybody want to talk to him about that? Anybody want to talk to him about that before I move on? So, on average, you can save $10,000 a year with Hire Tool over LinkedIn. Yes. And they don't want, Perceived. and they're not, trying so, to, they're, they're not trying to put you out of business if you're undercutting them like that to search their own platform. Uh, well, that's a good question. Uh, I think they're not really happy about it. So a lot of companies, what they have been doing is replacing LinkedIn with Hartwell. But generally, they don't really care about the small recruiters. Um, and now that Microsoft has acquired them, I don't think Microsoft cares about LinkedIn revenue. Animal? Yeah, yeah go ahead, Alan. Hi, Nin. Hey, Alan Fleur here in Los Angeles. Nin, my question hey, on, on on that topic is how what what is to prevent LinkedIn, Microsoft LinkedIn at this point to just basically because LinkedIn's thing was they kept charging and removing because they wanted more and more of a piece of the pie of the fees that they weren't getting from the free accounts. What's to prevent LinkedIn from getting ticked off and just saying, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna do X, which now blocks. Nymira, and now all of a sudden you're because you're out of luck. Did you I mean, just is wake that, up? That, we asked them no, that I heard, already. I heard okay. it. Technically, yeah. Technically, it's easier to uh, kind of find a way to even open a door, even though uh, to close it. So, for example, when they changed the new new UI. Right, they took away, I don't know, title searches. Mm-hmm. They took away a lot of the premium filters, right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, and we found a way to bring them back. Okay. And then they brought it back because. Okay. Okay. You know what? Uh, this is dragon. Okay, I got a show to go on here, it's like the Ed Sullivan show. They don't want the guys thinking during the Ed Sullivan show. It's the same here. But hold on a second, Nin. Uh, hmm, what was I going to say? You made me forget. On your job ad, it'll come back to me. You are advertising for uh, an entry-level software engineer, and you make it clear that you only want people from UC Berkeley, University of California at Berkeley, or Stanford with uh, computer science degrees. Why only those two schools? Are other people not smart enough for you? No, we want local candidates. So Stanford's close to our office. Um, I'm from Berkeley. Um, I and went to Berkeley. I, I think if you go to Berkeley or Stanford, especially for computer science department, then you're going to be pretty much grilled in terms of the projects and the, the amount of work that you have to do. Um, our engineers, they work almost around the clock. So we want someone that, that's going to fit that mold. And what, Berkeley slave Stanford mold? is. Slave mold? Slave mold? <laughs> Around the clock? Uh, no, it's it's not a slave mold, but they can handle um, a lot of work. Okay, I don't think you know. Well, you I don't think I wouldn't call our engineers lives, slaves. Are you telling me that someone who lives in Minneapolis isn't good enough for hire tool if they're willing to reload? Sure, I'm I'm open. I mean. There was well, a guy on that post that asked me, excited. I... You don't sound excited anymore. You sound nervous. Well, I'm, I'm trying to answer your question, Michael. Uh, there was a guy on that post that said, I know better engineers than from Cal State or San Jose University State. Um, and he said, you know... It's not really fair or equal if you're just selecting from Berkeley or Cal uh, yeah. or Stanford. Yeah. And I say, well, if you know those people, send them my way. Okay. Okay, but in the meantime, okay. with your own advertising, you're going to advertise from those two schools. You also say that you're looking for someone who's humble and loyal. How do you screen for those two things? Just got to talk to them. Well, give me an example. Tell me of how you found someone who was humble. What do you say? Are you a humble person? You better no, believe it, buddy. Uh, we look You'll at, never we look find at his, anybody. Uh, Hold on. You'll never find anybody more humble than me. Is that what they say? And you say, man, that's good. <laughs> it's humble bra bragging, right? Uh, no. Um, you you got to just meet the person um, in person and to see how they how take care of themselves. If you know, you ask them about what it. Tell me about yourself and the the decisions that you make that make you today. Tell me about your life story. Get to know them. That is a yeah, and that, that is a horrible question. Yeah, it is. Uh, but that's that's a question that, for example, Elon Musk is asking consistently for every employee that wants to work at Tesla or SpaceX, and it works are, for him. Or is that what he put, is that what his PR guy says he asked? Oh, okay, he said, Jim said, you know, Jim's always on a bad phone, or almost always. He said, that's what their public relations people say they ask, 
but probably they don't really ask that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, no actually, he's, he said it himself um, in, on a World Conference Summit in Dubai. Uh-huh. Okay. Is he one of those every time? It's uh-huh. like the Chuck Swab guy who always misorders the meal. I don't know why we continue to fall for that. It's fake news, people. Okay. I mean, and so the same, uh, the same thing for with us, loyal. Right? We, we ask different We ask different interview questions. Um, I am not the hiring manager for this particular role. I hire uh-huh. for the customer success intern. Uh-huh. Okay, but you were you posted an ad for it your own, under your own personal name. And for the intern role, right. you also say you yep. want someone who's a natural helper, an intentional listener, an empathetic communicator. Uh, how do you test for those things? You give them a real-world example. Uh, if I ask them, hey, can you help me to talk to this guy? Is he willing to do that? Right? Is he comfortable on the phone? Could you pick up the phone and, and try to resolve this customer issue right then and there? Uh, and then we listen. How, how he talks, uh, uh-huh. how she carries herself. Um, and we could do like a practice with uh, our current customer success person, Jason. And then we'll do a live one. So it's really like a hands-on interview for that. Yeah, but they don't know your product well enough to get on the phone with a customer yet, do they? No, they don't have to. Uh, we would coach them, obviously, for one hour. Um, and that's why I have the preferred someone with recruiting and sourcing experience. Because a okay. lot of the questions that we get is, hey, I, I, can you help me with this Boolean string? Or, mm-hmm. you know, just general web browser questions. Okay, here's a question for you. If sourcing tools make sourcers more effective, it makes uh, their work faster and higher quality. So if someone gets higher tool, how many sourcers can that tool, higher tool replace? Like how many people are going to lose their jobs because their companies start uh, using your, your stuff? Um, <laughs> you like these questions? I, would, I mean, uh, is it yeah, okay? I, I mean, yeah, I do like these questions, but I would prefer – uh, I would prefer if nobody lost their job. So essentially, you know, well, like I technology. Prefer, I would prefer if there was a tooth fairy in the world as well, okay? <laughs> uh, well, for example, someone like a VP of uh, HR, their CFO, uh, the other day asked me, well, you know, if, if I were to buy this tool, then I have to fire two people, right, to afford it. Um because we also have the team version, which is a little bit more expensive, and he wanted to buy it for his whole company. And I said, no, don't do that. That doesn't make any sense, right? If I was you, I wouldn't do that myself. What I would do is get maybe a portion uh, of virtual for, for your teams and to make your current staff more e- efficient, better, faster, finding clients and making placements. Um, yeah, because for me, it's technology is not about replacing people. It shouldn't be. The best of technologies is there to make people's lives easier. Okay, okay. if it makes if it makes you it's, if it makes if it makes you a better recruiter, if it if it doubles your sourcing ability, 
and you only need two sorcerers, then it doesn't make sense to keep two of them on the team. That's the end of that issue. Next no, question. No, no, I don't think so because if if let's say you have double to output, okay, you can you'll get more business. Okay, it's not like we're all just in a limited resource world. Okay. Satisfaction levels. You say, with your own data, you say that on a satisfaction scale, a survey, on a scale of one to five, with five being complete satisfaction, people using the paid LinkedIn, it scored about 4.75. That means people are pretty happy with it, right? Yeah, I did that survey before they changed to new, to new UI, too. Um, and the reason why is because about about only about 20% of people didn't make any hires if they used uh, LinkedIn Recruiter for the whole year. But the rest of them, they made at least one. So I don't know how much commission or whatever you charge. The satisfaction rate was essentially if you break even or not. Makes sense. Okay. You said, and here's what you said, people, you gave stats, people who use paid LinkedIn, 20% of them, like you just said, made no hires at all. Why not? Did they use it? Well, that's a good question. They, They did use it. Sometimes they use it for a while and then they figure out, well, it's not worth it and stop using it. Um, okay. Anybody else got about, questions for Nin? Anybody else? Because I'm going to do I, an I do. I do. Go animal. Ahead. Um, Go ahead, Kat. Nin, if 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 you did lose access to LinkedIn, would your tool be just as successful as it currently is, or would it, could it could yes. it just be even better? If, if let's say you know in the in the Armageddon world we lose access to LinkedIn. Uh, then you could still search all of LinkedIn. Kathy, I got to okay. tell you something. Because Kathy, hold on a second. Let, I'm in charge of this show, okay? Kathy, I read an article by Nin. I didn't know since LinkedIn bought SlideShare, all the PDF resumes that are uploaded to LinkedIn, they go over to SlideShare. Not a lot of people, I think, post their resumes. Oh. But anybody who does post their resume on LinkedIn you could get it out of SlideShare. I was shocked when I read that. I didn't know it. Does everybody else I didn't know, know that? that? Either. Yeah. No. Okay. I don't know how significant well, yeah, it is. SlideShare is a LinkedIn of course we did. resume black hole. <laughs> hey, let's give you props. That question about that question about customer service is pretty sweet. He takes people, he trains them for an hour, and then has them actually do the job. Yeah. Much better than asking them if they're humble. I mean, that's that's I mean, a pretty, pretty good question. Yeah, I, okay. I mean, I started the customer service at Hartwell, and, you know, I kept it simple and stupid. Uh, just listen to the people, listen to their problems, be empathetic. So you got to be able to feel what they feel. So let's say, you know, the browser's not working and Hartwell is not working in the browser. I'm going to be feeling frustrated, okay, whether it's user error or technical error or or whether it's Hartwell's error, right? It doesn't matter. The fact is, here's here's a person. He's struggling um, and asking for help, right? Whatever yeah, he's bring feeling. Bring out the violins, everybody. Hey, I'm moving on. 
Okay, I heard enough of that. Okay. I'm going to do, do an ad. I got another sponsor. Hey, everybody. You know Martin Snyder. He's the boss. Marty Snyder. He's the boss over at PC Recruiter. And, you know, he emailed me yesterday and said, hey, animal, what am I paying you for? You say the same thing on every show. He said, tomorrow, I want you to tell them this. Hey, I think give me this. Like, hey, everybody. PC Recruiter has a lot of new features. And the one I want to focus on right now is comprehensive semantic text search powered by Career Builders Text Kernel Technology. So, like, I wrote back to him. I said, Marty, I said, I can say PC Recruiter loves you. I understand that. But these are big words for me. I don't know what I'm talking about. He said, look. I'm singing. He said, you want to get paid. I don't care if you understand. It's time for you to smarten up. Okay? So I'm going to read what he said. He said, when you combine this text search with PC Recruiter's existing Boolean and literal text search features, and I warned him, my my audience doesn't understand this either. But when you take this comprehensive semantic text search and you combine it with the Boolean and literal text search, you've got one of the strongest document search tools available, not just in the free world and not just in the first world, but in the known universe. Maybe aliens have something better, but I can't tell you anything about that, okay? So there you have it, comprehensive semantic text search if you're a brainiac like nin or jim or alan or kathy go check it out at pcrecruiter.net if you're like maureen and me i don't know what to tell you pcrecruiter.net everybody okay recruiter okay so uh PC recruiter you know is pretty cool yes Okay, so what you thank you, PC Recruiter, he did an ad for me. I'm not giving you a discount for doing that, okay? Now, look, uh, you, said, you said startups have a terrible time of getting staff, right? I do? Yeah, you said it in an article. You said through AngelList, for instance, startups with one to ten employees. Oh, yes. Yeah, only get like seven that. applicants for their job. Yeah, so AngelList is uh, pretty good for startups. It, but the thing is, um, startups are not very known for stability, and a lot of job seekers are still looking for that, looking for salary, uh, looking for stability. It takes a, it takes a different kind of person to apply for startups, right? And ninety percent of startups they're really small they're pre-seed they don't have any money even um, and that's the companies that would post job on on Angelus. and if you if you don't have a product you don't have any funding you don't have anything it's just you the founder right uh-huh. how do you how do you attract people okay so they can't look but here's if what you're not you said. recruiting or marketing Okay, but you gave advice. You're not going to know anything about... Let me get to the point. Okay, it's not your show. It's my show, okay? Let me me get to the point. You said, this was your tip to recruiters. You said, go to these guys. Don't ask for any money. Ask for equity in the company as your payment. Is that for real? Yes. Yes, that's for real. That is for real, but uh, 
be careful who you pick as a client too, right? Uh, essentially, if, if you're going to ask for equity um, for a company, you're going to get the placement a lot easier. Some founders might be super uh, reluctant to give you any type of equity. Like at Hartwell, you you know, uh, no one gets equity unless you're a full-time employee. Okay. Uh, we'll pay you, but anyway, there's some founders that are, they're lenient. They'll say, sure, you know, we need to hire to understand the value of of recruiting and getting the hires faster than, hey, hey, than hey, waiting hey, for, get for to them the to come. Yeah. Get to the point. How much money, how much equity yes, are we if, asking for? Do you, do you know anyone you, you who's done ask, this in real life? Yes, I yes, do. No. Uh, <laughs> forgot who. They they are a sales this is really firm here in SF. like 20 years ago. Yes. It's really uh, common 20 years ago. It's a horrible made, idea now. So why, yeah. why, Jim? Well, because, why, Jimmy? Because if you give equity, when you're the problem with giving equity and spreading it around, especially recruiter, is when you're raising money. Now the, the investors are a lot more sophisticated. They look at who you've given yeah, equity that's to. True. And if you've given it to a recruiter, you're going to have problems in your A round. I mean, it's bad enough for your seed funding if you have to spend it. So it's very, yeah. very difficult to do. It's, it's people who give it to you aren't going to IPO. It's half the problem. Mm-hmm. But uh, right. I mean, it's a great idea yeah. for somebody, but it hasn't worked in a long time because investors are smarter now. And the, and the other problem, well, well, and the other, go ahead. Alan, no, Alan, go Here's ahead. Here's the thing, right? Alan, go ahead. buy you out, too. Alan, well, first. And the other problem is if you give it to a recruiter, because I've turned those down a number of times, is that once they go to get their next funding financing or if on the rare case they want to IPO, they got to come to you to get you to sign off on it, and now you've got to the company has a really big problem because now you're the little guy who wants a big check and you've just, the company's screwed. Okay. Do you have a rejoinder for <laughs> them, Nin? A fast one? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, the company can buy you out at any point they they want um, unless you have something stated my in your... Contracts. <laughs> well, they can buy me out. Well, pay me. Right? Pay me. Um, I'm moving on, everybody. Don't make me mute you. Okay, I thought I wouldn't have to say that with Jerry not here. I want to tell people a, a little more about searching on SlideShare. Okay? Nin uses uh, X-Ray Search. Oh, he'll go to site, colon, slideshare.net, and then he's got these parentheses. And he, he searches CV or curriculum uh, vitae or uh, resume or HR resume, and he's got it laid out there. So he'll do a standard uh, X-ray search on Google, but he also goes to Google Images. That's www.google.com slash I-M-G-H-P, and uh, he does a search in there and gets a whole bunch of JPEG files of resumes. Am I right about that, Nin? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. If you do the X-ray, uh, you'll see a couple of results. But if you go into images, you'll see even more results. And the reason why is because uh, image files, um, essentially media files, are cached by Google for longer times than a hyperlink would, would be. Okay. You said, no, no, we're going to do a bunch of bullet points so people can't say, oh, I didn't get anything out of the show. You said that Google okay. has 500 sourcers that they use. 
internal and external put together. 500. It's yes. amazing. Yes. Boy. A lot of sources. Well, because they're investing a lot into getting the top people for Google, and, and that's how one of the strategies that Google is trying to uh, stay relevant for the future. Hire the best okay. people. And you said, okay, I job. told you bullet points, bullet points, just follow me. Okay, you say the average technical sourcer uh, hourly salary is $47 an hour. That's correct. Okay, so, and then you that say. That seems pretty high. Does it? Yeah, they, yeah, they make about 90K, 95K a year at Google. Okay, and then you say oh, that, uh, okay, according to LinkedIn, the total market for talent sourcing solutions, the market you are in, is worth $115 billion, $115. Are you saying that people are spending over $100 billion on sourcing tools every year? Not just on sourcing tools. So I think that that one was uh, HR Tech, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. All HR Tech. Is that correct? Yeah. So I don't all know HR Tech is $150. Okay. Well, here's what so you for example, said. Okay. Uh, you can say yeah. you can correct it now, but here's what you said. According to LinkedIn's report, the total addressable market, TAM, of talent sourcing mm-hmm. solutions – is $115 billion. So talent sourcing, I guess, could include okay. ATS. Yeah. I wasn't clear. That is huge. Yeah. $115 billion. Unbelievable. And I'm not making any part of that. Okay? Whatever crumbs, <laughs> whatever crumbs you and You're Marty give me right, Michael? Show, that's all I'm getting. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you that, for example, a... Uh, Fortune 7 company would have about $20 million uh, budget maybe 10 years ago for HR tech. That's okay, a one wow. single company, right? Okay, so what about finding construction workers? My guess is, and Alan, uh, Alan might want to comment on this, even though I'm going to ask him about it again. I think someone was looking for electrical superintendents or something like that for contractors, and he commented on it. But let's say construction workers, you can't use hire tool to find those guys, right? Yeah, you can. Where? You can use hire tool to find anyone, uh, blue collar or white collar. Uh, I, I will tell you that our weakness is, in terms of the contact information, is construction people in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Uh, but you can find them. You can go on Facebook, just type in constructions with uh, the hardcore Boolean builder. Facebook yep. doesn't have Boolean, but we'll make it as close to Boolean. And you, you're going to find a ton, okay? You can reach out to them right on Facebook if you want. Sometimes we'll have their professional data if we have it, right? Sometimes we don't just because Facebook has okay, 1.8 billion me. people. No, no, no. And you told me. Uh, uh, you told me that now you guys can reveal professional titles even if they're not listed on Facebook. Am I right or wrong about that? That's correct. Yes, you're right. You're right, and that's what I was talking about. So how do you find that accurately? Because construction people in other professions, especially the post animals talking about, those guys right. are too busy. They're not on social media. The best way to find right. them is to text them. 
So it's just it's one of those it's one of those rare things that you know you, finding the contact information. That's all, and finding out who they are. Yeah. You can use you can use LinkedIn, Facebook, and others to get a limited exposure to the market to the candidates, but nothing near what you can for finance, real estate, or tech people. In your best, yeah, in your and best, I agree your, with you there. Is and, yeah, and I'd like okay. to hear from the group because I, I think the best way to do it for most of it is what we're doing now. Get on the damn phone. Okay. Okay. Yeah, moving I, on. Next I, question. I completely agree with you on that because okay. I mean you can do and find people uh, on online, and there's going to be construction or whoever essentially. But for blue collar, let's say for miners. Uh, for I don't know truck drivers, it's it's really gonna be the grassroots marketing. The you know you call in the churches, you call in uh, nearby I don't know community centers, and you ask who's looking for a job, right? You call churches. You go to career fairs. You call churches. Hold on, yeah. that's Jerry's that's Jerry's joke. He says I'm all, he always says I'm sure I could recruit someone at a church if I had to, and you're actually advising recruiters to call churches. Church yes, I do. Uh, call the church. Uh, call up the pastor and ask them, you know, build relationship first. Introduce yourself, what you're about, right? Because they care about, you think, I, I assume most pastors care about their folks. Uh, and then ask them, uh, you know, is is this like a, a good fit for someone that you know within your community or not? Because, the pastors would know the people's pain, right? I, I don't have a job. I don't have this. I have struggles with my manager, blah, blah, blah. It's really? confidential, it so he's not going to tell you like, all of that. You know, what you're going to get is, yeah, I know a guy who's just getting out of jail. I'll send him over to see you. So <laughs> just, like, just, like you said, just like you said, the people yeah. who are in trouble, he knows their pain points. That's not necessarily the kind of person you're looking for. Listen, well, i got a... I got a question. Okay. I got to move on. Okay. <laughs> if you were going to set up, Nin, if you were going to set, I don't, I, yes. I'm going to give you a, a break in a few minutes. Okay. Cause I, I don't think you like the way the interview's going, but if you were going to set no, up, I, I like a, it. I'm having fun. Okay. Yeah. This is your, you having fun. Okay. If you were going to set up yeah. uh, a third party recruiting firm tomorrow, let's say, LinkedIn put you out of business for some a fantasy. I'm just fantasy. God forbid it sure. should never happen. But let's say something like that did, and you decided yeah, I'm going to set up a. Okay, I know that. Okay, uh, sorry, I don't want to ruin your brand. Okay, if you set up a third party <laughs> recruiting firm, you say, hey, I'm going to set up a third party recruiting firm. How would you do it? What would it look like? I'm really curious about that. Uh, I would just go back to our roots. Uh, we started as a, a third-party uh, agency, and essentially, we would already have all the incorporation and all that. Um, and I'll just be doing the sales and calling on hiring managers or or what kind of what kind of would you makers. have a niche? Would you have a a niche that you would choose? Yes. So we did IT executive search here. Uh-huh. Uh, and I would do that again. Uh, well, that's we what you also like to bet. had a niche that, that was just specific to us, which was shipping people from U.S. Uh, to Asia. Okay. So, for example, uh, we placed a CTO uh, on a 50% commission that was here from Facebook and Twitter, and he, he went back to become the CTO of, of a startup there. 
Okay. So that's uh, actually a specialty because you have a lot of uh, uh, Asian people yeah. from different Asian countries, and so yeah. you guys can speak the language, yeah. maybe have connections there. Right. But your your preference is IT executives. Is there any reason why that's an especially good field? Well, the, the reason why is when you're placing in startups, almost everyone's going to be a director or VP, especially early stages when they're about to grow. Okay. Okay, so uh, you actually would target – wait a sec. You'd actually target these startups we were talking about a few minutes ago, the ones that are pretty yep. shaky? The, the ones that are shaky or the ones no. that are a little more well-established? The ones that are hiring, and if someone's hiring, they – better have money to pay their employees, right? So the ones that have money. And okay, I, like, I think on the size? last 11 animal to 50? Because you break, you break the people, those companies down, like 1 to 10, 11 to plus, 50. For sure. What's you know, what it's size? rare that there's going to be a startup that's going to talk to you under 10. So 5 plus, I'm open. Uh, 10 plus, the sweet spot's going to be 20 to 30. Uh, uh-huh. when usually at that stage startups are entering hypergrowth and they're uh-huh. either hiring internally or they're looking for outside uh, help for the harder-to-fill roles. Okay, I think Alan Fleur has worked that market as well. I'm going to go back to him in a minute, though. First, I have to yep. do my second ad for Marty. Hey, you know, the other day, this one sounds a lot like the one I just did. The other day, Martin Snyder, you know, he's the boss over a PC recruiter. I'm trying to brand him. Give him more of a public image by talking about him all the time. Anyway, he asked me a question. He said, hey, animal. And I, I, should, I should vary these a little more, but forgive me today, okay? He said, animal, did you ever notice that recruiters like lists, L-I-S-T-S? And I said, no, Marty, I didn't notice that. And he said, come on, you dumb bunny. They're always making lists of companies uh, they want to get people from and lists of people based on skills and geography and titles and postal codes and all that stuff. And then he puffed out his chest. You couldn't hire him for humility there. He puffed out his chest and said, no recruiting software has better listing tools than PC Recruiter. You can do everything with these lists, okay? So many things you can't even imagine. So if you haven't seen PC Recruiter's list function in action, I am begging you, check it out, because you have not seen the number one productivity feature of a true recruiting platform. So go over, please, to PCRecruiter.net. Do yourself a favor. Check out the lists. Thank you. Okay. Alan Fleur, if you're still on the line, have you recruited for startups? Yes. Is that an especially good good niche? I mean, obviously, Nin is a smart guy, okay? He would focus on that niche. You don't focus on it exclusively. You're all over the place. Why is that? Or maybe I should – Is it? You, can you answer that question? Well, startups, startups are unique because it's not just the, the skills needed it's, it, or the cultural fit animal. It's you need a person that has a third important aspect of the startup mentality and what it takes. Instead of bringing in a COO to a startup, you need a COO that can do a startup or can work in that environment. That's what makes it tough. And the other thing that I walked away from a lot of searches in startups because looking at the startups, if I'm not going to pull somebody out of 
dis, uh, out of a major company that's a quality person and put them into a risky environment. Even you I, know what? Just, you know what? You got a point there. And in Nin's article, he said he said, uh, you know, these guys are in such big demand that if you advertise on AngelList, you're really going to get desperate job hunters. Nin, is that true? <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. you do. Um, it really depends on the quality of your startup, like Alan said, right? Uh, I also walk away from some searches, but essentially, you know, people will apply about up to seven, I think, for small startups, right? Um, and my friends, they actually made higher uh, just out of that pool, one out of seven, like seriously. Uh, so hiring is a lot easier, well, depending on, on the hiring manager, right? But uh, it, it's no. it's a lot easier. You you build well. It really depends. So yeah. I, I agree with you. Uh, it, dep- it depends. It big. really depends on how much relationship you can build. So just stay on the phone, talk to the person, listen to their pain, and see what they want. Okay. Um, the candidate or the company. The company. Uh, for both. I mean, the company. But here's one of the best yeah, ways to that. tell if the company has their, their stuff together is if you're going to go search for one of their executives, one of the first things I would check is tell me about your first three, four, five hires. How did you find them? Because what I'm looking for is I want to know that they tapped their network because that tells me they're yeah. intelligent. That's a quick and dirty that they're intelligent. If they say, oh, we put, on, we put some stuff out on Monster and on LinkedIn and on Dice, it's like, what? You're a startup. You, you know people. Why haven't, have you asked your network? Oh yeah, we should do that. Okay, I'm done. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not finding quality people for you. Just put out an yeah. ad, do a post and pray, and God help you when you cycle through five people. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, for me, the biggest indicator for whether you're gonna make a placement with a person is whether they're responding to your calls and emails. Okay, they don't want to talk to you. Just drop the search. No, you're wasting your time. I have lots of people calling no. me regularly well, that I would never hire. Okay, I'm moving no, on. Okay, on I'm moving on. Okay, good alternatives to LinkedIn. This is what this is from your own article, Nin, and these are the platforms yep. that you're searching on Hire Tool. Okay, I'm going to run through through. If I get something wrong, tell me. So Google and Bing X-ray searches, right? <clears throat> That's good alternative to LinkedIn. Yes. Facebook graph search, indeed. AngelList, GitHub, Twitter, Quora, Stack Overflow, uh, PDF resume searches, that's just on Google and Bing again, right? Or you mean SlideShare, you're including that there, right? Yes, yes. Is there uh, any Essentially, platform? the whole Internet is a good alternative to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is just one platform online. Right. When you think about um, the kind of like recruiter satisfaction, Indeed is a great place to to search for for people because Indeed is the biggest job job board. Uh, a lot of the applicants are going to be active seekers. On the contrary to popular belief, you can and will find uh, your purple squirrels on Indeed as well. The the high level executives, VPs, and directors. Uh, how I know, I do those searches, and we're able to find them. Uh, when you think about LinkedIn's database, okay, they have four, six, seven million, uh, but only about 126 million 
in the U.S., okay? Uh, I think Indeed has 140 million, okay? But half of that is in U.S. Okay. So essentially, if you're recruiting... Say that again. Yeah. If you are recruiting in U.S., okay, if you just search on Indeed, that's, you know, 50% of uh, more people or... Some some of them are going to be the same, but okay. Hold on. You call okay. First of all, a sec. Quite a while ago, you said since Microsoft bought LinkedIn, you don't think Microsoft is worried about making money from them. Is that what you said? Yes. Uh, yeah. I they did paid twenty six billion. Hold why. on. Wait. Wait. They paid twenty six billion dollars for it, and they're not worried about making any money. <laughs> they they do make money on the acquisition. They don't really care about the LinkedIn revenue itself because it's only like what seventy seven hundred million, right? Uh, when you look at Microsoft stock, okay. When you look at Microsoft stock in the past year, it rose about six dollars, which is around ten percent. When you look um, after the post acquisition. Uh, it's going to be about in the last three months you'll see a peak. And the reason why is they use LinkedIn's database to sell their own products. They use LinkedIn's data to improve Cortana, their AI, and so on and so forth. Okay, really? Okay. I'll give them that to a degree. That's, uh, that's much bigger pie than you know, 600 or 700 million. Yeah. Right. Okay. They That's wanted they the data. Stated. Yeah. Really? They Twenty-six the... billion dollars for data. Okay. Now you say. I mean, yeah. Were... I mean, it's okay. uh, it's I, not I just data, on. but it's uh. On. Okay. Right. Integrated platform. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Actually, I have a question, but you talk. You know what? Is there something that we've missed that you want to get out there that you want to talk about some topic? Yeah, I uh, I wanted to tell you guys uh, a story actually, um, of of two recruiters, kind of fictional story. Um, so there's a recruiter. He is new in town, and uh, at the beginning, right? Uh, there's different recruiters there, different agencies, but he quickly gained a lot of favor with with the hiring managers because he built this network of people, uh, his own network. Right, um, and he was doing well. I was placing people; people were happy, and quickly he became very powerful, and very rich and influential. Okay, over time he got pretty sloppy. Um, I don't know what happened to him, but he became kind of like very uh, monopolistic monopolistic I would say okay yeah and yeah he was he was either buying out people from uh from different agencies to his own or he was just pushing them out right uh the story of Numero okay uh but the people the all the hiring managers in that town you know, they saw this and they kind of subscribed to that idea of of he's the only one that can provide results. He uh, is the only one 
uh, and that you know can last long. And it's it's really a, a mindset of fear. Okay. Um, if yeah, yeah, you know most along, fairy tales, most fairy tales teach you a lesson, like Mother Goose with the little red hen and stuff like right. that. Are we coming to a point if, here? Uh, is it, you know, do we yes, get to marry the are. king's daughter or Let something like that? Okay. Yes. So if Most someone comes along, scary. does does business with full integrity, cares about his clients, uh, kind of did what what the other guy did at the beginning, right? He he found a new way to get candidates to the hiring managers, and some of them just said no, just because they were so afraid. So, you know, eventually another guy came to town, a bigger shot, bought him out, and now he's like pushing all of the resources from this town into a bigger city, and people are complaining and saw him for who that he is, Okay. You know, so I'll, I'll just leave it there. Me, Jerry would be snoring already and groaning in the back. Okay, <laughs> this is when I, I will need just leave it there. You okay, had me at hello. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you something. Don't go into the parable business, okay? That's not for you. <laughs> we're gonna have to. Then we're gonna have to dissect that. And yeah, we'll put up, something to think about. Yeah, something okay. that we'll dissect that and we'll put an animal okay. will put a summation of that here's, out there. Here's the closer, okay? <laughs> you talked about having recruited your platform for recruiting people or sourcing people is the whole internet and you call that the professional internet. When the internet becomes a supernet, you say, the network node starts to approach a singularity point. And this is some kind of revolutionary uh, moment, okay. I don't understand what you're talking about. What is that? What does that mean? And don't make a singularity point. Now you bring uh, that up. Now this is now this is interesting. Yeah, I singularity know, point. In, in my own words, is essentially a point in time when uh, artificial intelligence or whatever other form of intelligence becomes conscious in a way that it's going to be able to learn faster on its own. Okay. okay. The machines learn faster um, than people. And they don't need yes. anymore. And a lot of um, a lot of the a lot of the uh experts in the field uh, for example even the chief data scientist at, at Google in charge of AI and ML who's been doing uh-huh. this for 30 years. Uh, she said around maybe 30, maybe 40 years is going to be the inflection point when technology with the help of AI is just going to skyrocket. Um, the what's going to skyrocket? And that's essentially... Skynet. Technology with AI, yeah, artificial intelligence. I'm not interested anymore. You're boring me. That's, okay. I'm going to tell everybody... <laughs> not boring me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, put them on your show. Okay. Now, here's here's the takeaway from this show, okay? $10,000 a year, I think he said, for LinkedIn recruiter. $700 
for a hire tool plus sixty dollars a month for LinkedIn. Unbelievable. That's Do the not man. an advertisement. Yeah. That's, not, that's scary. That's not an advertisement. Gary, okay? And I want to thank everybody yeah, I, here today. I want to add to that. Can I? Go ahead. Can I add to that? Yeah, yeah, your right. last words. Uh, with Hartroll, with yeah. Hartroll, with the team version, you can search uh, all of LinkedIn globally as well. With the uh, team with our sourcing or AI. What, 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 what kind of version? The team version. Team, the team version. Team. Team. Louder. Louder. Team. The team. team. Yeah. Okay. What's the t- cost of the team the version? Ten thousand dollars a year? <laughs> Is that the secret? Uh, no. We we're we're very much known for over delivering at the right price. As okay. As you saw before okay. or heard it's before. Red. I want to thank the great Jimmy Durbin, Alan Fleur, a guest in just a few weeks, the great Maureen Sherb, Graham Caulfield down in Texas, and our special guest. Okay, can I take control again, please, and ask her a question? You got to do something with this thing, well, man. It's it. dying here, animal. Come on, please, please. Okay. Has everybody heard about the virtual Christmas Shut party, up! January twenty-first? If not. Up! Go to jerrytherecruiter.com. I will give you a chance if you ask me. Just don't butt in. I have not been able to talk for five minutes, okay? Forgive me. Yeah, you got, you got your...